welcome back to another daily walk. Well, today we are going to talk a little bit about faith and plan B. And I got this idea discussing with a gentleman named Don at a writer's conference. So if you're watching Don, I'm not sure if you are, um, but um, you can actually uh, think about this in terms of sometimes we put together a plan that we think is amazing. And then we look back to it and say, well, that didn't seem to work. What's the next plan we're going to do? And rather than waiting on God, we tend to move on to the next thing rather than waiting for some result to come in. Let's go ahead and look at the greatest plan B in history and the fact that God's plan overrides plan B. Okay? Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins. We are all sinners. And as soon as we recognize this and acknowledge our inability to do anything about it and place our trust in the risen Christ, we then can be saved. But understand, let's go back to the cross. He goes up on the cross. He's arrested. And they're like, yeah, guys, I've been all over the place in the temple publicly. Why don't you want to arrest me publicly? Oh, because you feared the crowds. All right. And then they're coming in, the apostles, they're trying, you know, Peter gets up there, oh, sword, oh, you know, yeah, you're foolish, Peter. I'm going to go and take on a group of, <laughs> basically, basically the posse, you know, uh, not really going to happen. He's like, dude, Peter, put that thing away. He lives by the sword, dies by the sword, whatever else. He says, do you not know that I could call legions of angels? Look at him at the trial later on that night before Pilate. Are you a king? Well, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom was of this world, then my subjects would be fighting for me. So as he goes off willingly on the cross, he goes up, he dies on the cross. Satan thinks at that moment in time that he got Jesus. Yeah, Satan was always a stupid idiot, wasn't he? Jesus willingly went. This wasn't a plan B. This wasn't some unknown thing. This is something that happened that looked like it failed and caused tremendous success. So when we are too fast to move on to some other plan, rather than holding on to truth and faith in God, we might just be acting on ourselves. And when we're acting on ourselves, we are not acting on faith. That's something to keep in mind, okay? That's, that's something to keep in mind. So let's look at this. Let's look at this. Faith. According to Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 11, faith is the, the substance of something hoped for, the, uh, was it, the, the, the substance of what is hoped for and the promise of that unseen, something like that. I may have butchered that again, but that's really what faith is. Faith is us living our life in action based on our knowledge that God is going to come through. How do we do that? Well, we have to have some semblance of understanding of who God is. MacArthur laid out several principles. I think he did six or seven of them in his book, Found God's Will. And it's been a while since I've read the book, so I will not be able to remember all of his points. I'll do the best that I can. It'll give you the gist of what we're talking about, because as we're talking about faith. Now, I actually have a little booklet from him I have not gotten a chance to read yet, called The Spirit-Filled Life. Maybe when I read that, I'll do one of the daily walks on that. But the first point, he says, is you need to be saved. If you're running around in this world without salvation, you're not doing anything by God's will. You're not doing anything by faith. You're just doing everything on your own power. First principle, God wills you to be saved. 
number one. The second is sanctified. You run around, you say, I am a saved Christian, and then you're walking a sinful life. You're walking a life that is incompatible with what is written in the holy pages of Scripture. That in and of itself is a problem. You can't just run around and say, I'm a Christian, and be saved. There's more to it than that. There's living the Christian life. First is be saved. Second is be sanctified. Okay. The third one that I remember anyway is be spirit-filled. This one is a little bit more of a nebulous one for me. I'm really why I want to read his, his booklet and his pamphlet to see what he says about it. But I would define this one prior to reading his further thoughts on it and just thinking about it myself. Spirit-filled means that I am praying a lot and I am really relying on those nudges that I get in response to prayer to live my life. That's what I'm going to call spirit-filled. So you're saved, you're sanctified, you're spirit-filled. Next he's talking about is suffering for Christ. Some degree of persecution. Now this could be giving off, like letting go of things that you, that you would probably like to hold on to. Think of John 15. He that does not produce fruit will be pruned off, like, like just cut off and thrown into the fire. But that which produces fruit is, is pruned that it may produce more fruit. This is really what it is. To sit back and say, I am going to lose a little bit, or maybe it could be actual persecution. A person who came from a Muslim faith and converts to Christianity has an automatic price on their head. Okay, and so that really is persecution. We don't understand it as much here in America, but be sure, persecution in America is indeed coming. So, be saved, be sanctified, be spirit-filled, be suffering for Christ. And there's a couple more of them that he mentions by way of just Christian action. And then the last final point is if all of these desires are in you, if you're really spending this time in prayer and the word, you're understanding it, you're living the Christian life, you're, you're actually saved, the next key point is to do what the next right thing is. Uh, what is this psalm? I always get this mixed up. Psalm 37.4, I think it is. Delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Very nice point. So, faith is to live this out in God's plan. Plan B is when, well, I just did something, it didn't work, let's move on to the next plan. There is no plan B with God. You have prayed, you have put forth the effort, you've, you've prayed inside your heart, you're moving on. When you're walking in that line, you keep walking. I had this calling a few years back to create a mobile office and to see the country. And I believe after all of the prayer and everything else I did, I, I'm working on that. That's where I am right now. I'm, I'm, I'm at, uh, I think this is called Peninsula Park in Walker, uh, Walker Township, I think, Edinburgh, PA. Uh, this is nice Finger Lakes back behind me here. And I spent the last hour working in my mobile office over here by the Finger Lakes. And uh, it's an interesting plan, and I think that this is what God has in mind for me. Uh, based on a lot of prayer and, and talking to people and, and reading the scriptures and, and all of these different elements, is it perfectly easy? No. I feel that John 15 pruning. I'm still sore from the pruning that he's giving me as I leave behind a lot of things that I know and love to move out. I didn't have a plan B, guys. I knew in February of this year... There is no plan B. I told them I will not be renewing my lease. That automatically kicked me out of the apartment. 
This is my last week of being there. I don't have anywhere called home anymore. Very interesting. I am walking out on faith. There is no plan B. There is no plan B. There is God's plan. And that is what we need to learn to live in. Walk by faith and not by sight. Even sometimes with when what we're doing doesn't seem to make sense, keep walking by faith. Place your trust in Christ. Don't have a plan B. Have God's plan for your life. Thank you for watching. You can have a look over at the website at ourwalkingchrist.com. And I will be announcing a channel to follow what I'm doing on this uh, very soon. Uh, hopefully by the end of this week. But uh, we'll see. Check back on the channel and, and such for that. Thanks for watching and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.